For six generations, the Jones family has been providing high-quality meats. And now, we're providing treats for the best member of your family, man's best friend, aka the goodest boys and girls. Jones Natural Shoes makes bones and treats that are sure to be savored by your dog and are made from the best natural ingredients available. Our flavorful chews are made from natural animal parts and will have your puppy drooling with happiness. From treats like sticks and chews to savory bones and patties, we've got you covered for finding the perfect reward for that special pup in your life. Jones Natural Chews come in all sizes, so make sure to choose the right treat for your pup. And remember, it's important to be supervising your pup when they're enjoying their treats to keep your puppy safe. Jones Natural Chews, available at a pet store near you. Or visit jonesnaturalchews.com to get started with our store locator tool. That's Jones Natural Chews, available at a pet store near you. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I have no idea the amount of ignorant mess we're about to get into right now. Sit your $5 ass down before I make change. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Black on Black Cinema. I'm your host, Jay. I'm here with my co-host, Micah. Hey. And Terrence. What's going on? All right, guys. We're back. This is episode 101, Imperial Dreams. Uh, this is the 2014 uh, film direct, written and directed by Malik uh, Vittel, uh, starring John Boyega, uh, Kiki Palmer, Glenn Plummer. Uh, it tells the story of a 21-year-old reformed gangster named Bambi um, who is trying to take care of his his young son uh, and not slide back into his former life of uh, gang violence in Los Angeles, and specifically Watts. Okay, so I guess let's start with our thoughts on the film. I'll, I'll start and then we can go around. Um, so one, I was actually pretty surprised in how thoughtful this movie was um it certainly kind of came out of nowhere it's again it's from 2014 but netflix just picked it up recently so uh this is the first time i was hearing about it but i only know john boyega from attack the block and from star wars so it was kind of nice to see him in a dramatic role uh i thought it was shot very well um it kind of bounced between sort of an indie style indie style filming and sort of mainstream filming and I liked the soundtrack a lot. I thought the acting was good. It was nice to see um, Stacy from uh, The Wood in it playing himself again. Again, um, and it was it was also really nice to see um, uh, Glenn Plummer, uh, who I think is a incredibly underrated actor, actually, who has been in a lot of things in very similar genre films. Um, I like personally. I thought it was great. I really did. I really enjoyed it. I'd probably give it a four and a half out of five. I um I was not in the mood to watch a drama when I watched this. Um but I was surprised that uh I was invested as much as I was. It takes about it took me about 20 minutes 
to kind of get into it. Um, you know, I, I thought the first 20 minutes was kind of slow, but uh, they were they were trying to establish the type of character that this is and the the world that this character lives in, which is uh, fucked up. Um, this movie for me, I think I told you guys, this movie for me was like a, a fucked up version of The Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, it's certainly yeah. a grittier version. Yeah, yeah. But um, once the plot kicked in, uh, when, um, when um, Bambi, John Boyega's character, goes to Uncle Shrimp, Played by Glenn, everybody got A's and shit, plumber. Yes, thank you. <laughs> speed and speed two and showgirls. He, um, with the proposition, I said, oh, all right, well, this is an interesting proposition. Now mm-hmm. that I know the type of character that this is and uh, his motivations for uh, not wanting to do this, I said, all right, this, is, this has my interest now. And it kept my interest throughout the whole movie. Um, performances were very, very great. Like, look, I make fun of Glenn Plummer with that everybody got Asian shit thing, but you're right. Like he is a good actor, and he he's a he's a bad guy in this. Like mm-hmm. he's he's a heel, and it um it <laughs> it I was worried that you know all I was going to see was the dude from Showgirls, right? But he but he was he was actually kind of menacing in this in this movie. Um, Do you okay? Let me ask you a question real quick. Have you ever seen South Central? Yeah, that's the only. That's, yeah. that's the main thing I know him from this and and um Speed. Right. I think it's kind of interesting that he's basically like John Boyega is kind of playing his almost similar character in South Central. Like it's you know it's like a father coming back from this sort of you know trying not to slide back into this life, and they also put potatoes on guns to, to use a silencer. <laughs> <It's> silence. <laughs> it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Uh, apparently, it works. Um, but I just thought that was kind of an interesting kind of role reversal for the actor himself. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, look, it's a good movie. Um, I'd probably give it like a three and a half. Um, you know, it's not the best thing I've seen, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why it's getting as many accolades as it, as it got, mm. you know, I, I think this is a good movie, but it's not anything that's, you know. It's not anything that's going to wow you, so to speak. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Terrence, your thoughts? Um, I really, really like this movie. I was surprised at how much I like this movie. Um, <clears throat> it's the, the plot isn't anything new. It's been done before, and some would say it's been done better. But to me, if I can watch a movie and be brought into it, and it, and it, doesn't, it didn't feel like acting, no. To, to, personally, to me, like the acting was so good, it got to the point where it just didn't feel like acting. Like John Boyega is a very good actor. Yeah, I feel like, like he's his really car- fucking. I feel like his career is is. I mean, Star Wars is going to propel him yes to crazy heights anyway. But I think he has lasting effect. Past he's that. got he's got range because his this character is completely different from his character in Star Wars, which is completely different from his character in Attack the Block. Right, all three of these characters are totally different. Um, Glenn Plummer was really good. Um, Stacy, like everybody was DeAndre just, Bonds. Yeah, Bonds every, everybody was like, it was just excellent in the movie, and it wasn't like it's not the best shot movie, but it, it's fine. The soundtrack was good. And, yeah, it really stood out, by the way. Yeah, uh, I was invested 
from the beginning. I don't, I don't, I really like. I don't know why I like this movie so much. <laughs> like, I just really enjoyed it. I'd, I'd give it like a four and a half, five out of five. Yeah, like it, the, the the funny thing to me is it feels like like we've talked about this on past shows and stuff like that. Like it's all it, it feels much like Hidden Figures does, which we'll do by the way um, at some point. Um, but it feels like a movie that, like Micah said, it doesn't do anything necessarily new, like you were saying, right? Um, but it just does it well. Yeah, it does and it very well. And that's actually just kind of refreshing. <laughs> just like, it just made a good movie. Like, it just, you, you watch the movie and go, all right, that, you know, maybe nothing super, super sticks with you when you leave. But it was like, that was just a, like, a well-crafted movie. It, and, was, it and, was solid. Yeah. And I, and I think, look... In the world of movies that are like wildly all over the place with like tone tonal shifts that don't make sense or bad writing or bad directing or you know bad acting, it's nice to see something that does all of those things competently. And it, it's it, how how crazy the movie industry is proves that just doing shit right is like wow, this is like mind blowing. Like right, it were, holy it were, shit, they did it all right. It reminded me of when I saw Moonlight. Yeah, like Moonlight doesn't. It's like it's being it's being praised for like being incredible, but like Moonlight is just a very beautiful movie. It is, but it's not. And and the the actual subject matter is something that's not touched upon. But it doesn't really do anything amazing. It's just a very 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 good movie. Mm-hmm. And it's and I felt the same way watching Moonlight as I felt watching this. Just invested in the story. It's very good. Yeah, and even the ending. I'm like, it wasn't like a. It was a hopeful ending. It wasn't like a happy ending. Yes. <laughs> it was the most realistic ending. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. You know. I, I, I agree. Like, I literally said to my wife, I was like, I actually like the way it ended. Yeah. Because it, it wasn't, the movie doesn't get tied up in a bow and it's like, and yeah, then no, he goes clapping down the street <laughs> and, you know, everything is fine. <laughs> everything is fine. Yeah. <laughs> And then Finn comes walking about, you know, walking by and and just looking like, well, that's a very weird cameo (laughs) for Finn. Yeah, just. (laughs) What the fuck? Like, why does he have a fucking lightsaber? (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about that, son. We're going to a Cubs game. I'm rich now. (laughs) Fuck these bitches. Um, Okay, so so the film opens up with uh, John Boyega's character, Bambi, which. Okay, one, when I heard that was the character's name, I burst out laughing because <laughs> that seems ridiculous. But they actually do a good job of explaining why he has the name Bambi. Later on in the movie. Later on in the movie, yeah. which, I mean, we can just kind of skip to that part, which is his name, you know, the, this idea of the softer you name. The heart ch- of the person. The heart of the person. Yeah. Which I thought was a kind of an interesting concept, right? I mean, there's fucking shrimp, Bambi, and then Wayne, which is not nearly as interesting. You got to be the unassuming dude. Yeah. Like, what's his nigga name? Bambi? Well, he'll kill you. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I don't trust this fucking bullet in your head. Yep. Apparently. So, so the movie opens up with Bambi coming home from jail. Which, again, like, the movie just starts with him walking with, like, his few belongings in his hand. Like, it's not, there's no big, like, open the jail door kind of thing. Like, it just, the movie starts, you know, mid-stride, basically. Which I thought was kind of interesting. And it starts out with him uh, having, you know, him having sort of these voiceovers um, about returning from prison and how you, you know, you can't, you can't just jump back into, back into that world. You've got to kind of slide into it without, 
you know, making much noise is basically um, what they're implying. Um, and so he goes to his uncle, Uncle Shrimp's house, and he gets there and he sees this woman passed out on the ground and he realizes his mother. Uh, she's clearly, you know, some sort of drug addict. And his son, um, Dayton, is there and his son barely even remembers him. Um, he sort of kind of does. And their interaction is really weird. You know, it was just kind of like, do you know who I am? And the little kid's like, yeah, I mean, I guess. you <laughs> like, where you been, dog? Um, so, you know, it, you know, he's there. He's at his, his uncle's house. And his uncle walk, ends up walking in. His uncle, Uncle Shrimp, played by uh, Glenn Plummer. So they have this interaction, which I thought was uh, pretty important. Like, just take notice of what he offers him. Like, this is literally the first real interaction of any major characters in the movie. Yeah, man. Oh. What's cracking, Bambi? What's up? Good to see you, man. Boy, you strong. <laughs> God bless you. No doubt, man. You been all right? I'm good, man. You know what it is. Business as usual. What's up with my mom? I don't know. He needed watching. She is grandmama. She was the only one around. Now I got my sister-in-law, you, your kid. It's a damn hotel. Uncle, thank you. Taking care of day while I was away. I appreciate that, love one, for real. Thank you, man. You take care of Uncle Shrimp, man. Uncle Shrimp will take care of you. You take anything you need. Fat rider hook you up with a little pistol or something? I'm straight. I'm good, man. Yeah? Thank you. Yeah. Hey, take Gideon's room. Yeah, where he at? Nah, you ain't doing too good. That boy dodging cops. He got a lot going on. Yeah. But you know what? Let's talk about that in the AM. All right? So I have a very uh, cliched uh, critique, okay. uh, positive critique, specifically in this scene. Um, this dude reminds me so much of a young Denzel in that John Boyega scene. does. Yeah, John Boyega. There's a bunch of scenes yeah. in this movie where he's what, like, like... Just like his mannerisms <laughs> and the way he's like... Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was, like I was, I was expecting. Is he, is he the uh, is he the Denzel of our generation? I mean, the other one was a rapist, so he. Didn't uh, yeah, so up. that guy doesn't get that distinction, that honor anymore. Sorry, dog, but um, not sorry. Fuck you. But and look, I mean, if we're being honest, like this isn't me shitting on the guy while he's down. Like John Boyega is a better actor than him. Yes, he is. No, that's not even a question. <laughs> right, you're right. But he isn't in Star Wars. But. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, like like I I see a lot of like talent in this in this kid, and this was from uh, what twenty fourteen. Yeah, twenty fourteen, man. Like, I yeah, man, yeah. No, he's no, a I, star. Oh, like, there's he, some he, raw he, talent. He's though. he's got a presence. Mm-hmm. Like every time he's on screen, it's like this this nigga can act. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and not only that, but what's interesting is his American accent is pretty fucking good. Right. There were some times where it broke a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, since he's playing a dude from, like, from California, he yeah. had to throw those R's in there. But, but you have to because that's their accent. But sometimes it, it came and went. He had, it was like a mixture of just... Like, who, who does a better, who does a better um, accent for the, this part of, the, part of the country? Him or um, Michael B. Jordan in Fruitvale Station? Because I felt like Michael B. Jordan's was a little too over the top. There's a lot of brus. Yeah, I think from Michael well, B. Jordan. But I don't know if Michael B. I don't like. Look, I don't know how niggas over there speak. So where is he from? 
Where's Michael B. Jordan from? Is he not from uh I don't think he the I, left coast. I well, I don't know that he's from like the Oakland area, which is where that accent was was supposed to be from. I so, don't know, man, but um but uh he is he's from Santa Ana, California. So So yeah, he I like because I'm thinking he's probably, got, he probably had it be- he probably did it better because like this nigga's British. Yeah. <laughs> First of all. So we had to do an American accent and a fucking accent. Like, yeah, not even a normal tough. American accent. Very a very strong accent actually in some parts. You like depending horde, on the words. Like horde and shit like that. Yeah. Like that's easy. Yeah. But there's some words that you you just have to be from from California. Yeah, you just gotta know to, to know it. But he he did a he did a fine job considering <laughs> he sounds like fucking <laughs> Oi there, <Gov. laughs> I, I got me lightsaber. <laughs> I'm gonna fight the Sif. That is that is a spot on John Boyega impression. It was hard to tell if that was him or not. I was, I'm sure John, like are you the here? Slums of England. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so so then we get a scene of um, we get a scene of Bambi reading to uh, his son Dayton or or Day as as he's talked um, often referred to, and he's just kind of like. You know, trying to he's reading him parts of a book that he's writing, right? So that that's sort of Bambi's escape from all of this, which is he's trying to become a writer. He he got a little um he got a little bit of his work published in a um in some sort of anthology or or book or what have you while he was in jail. Um now by the way, he's also in jail for assault he was in jail for assault with a deadly weapon. So life is very hard for him, understandably. Um then his cousin Gideon, uh, played by uh, DeAndre Brooks, comes comes to the house, even though he's um, being sought after by the cops. Um, and he's like, "Look, man, um, like shit's you know shit's uh, pretty uh, pretty fucking real out there for me." And apparently, he got shot at one point, and they do the most routine thing ever: is just go in the bathroom and take the bullet out of his arm. He was like, "What's wrong? What's going on?" His fucking blood on his hand. Like, ain't nothing. Like. Nigga, you got shot in the arm. <laughs> that's how that looked. Like, that's not nothing. Look, that's how real DeAndre Brooks is. That shit wasn't even in the script. That literally had, that's how he showed up that day. He's like, nah, this ain't nothing. They were like, no, nah, dude, seriously. DeAndre, Bonds. Bonds, yeah. Is that a Freudian slip? No, it's not. <laughs> um, so, go fuck yourself. Um, yeah, so they take the bullet out, which is really <laughs> fucking horrible. Um, and actually, rather disgusting, by the way. Yeah, I don't. I don't need that. I don't like blood. Are you uh, are you like a pass out when you see blood kind of guy? Not pass out, but I get queasy. Do you really? Yeah. Like when it's a lot. I'm like, uh, uh. <laughs> like he blood. squeezed the blood. He squeezed the bullet out of his fucking arm. That's disgusting. It's a, it's a ghetto surgery, <laughs> right there. <laughs> um. Ugh. So yeah, and, and it, it's so funny. They're like, um, okay, like no big deal. His son is standing there. He's like. Yeah, yeah, go wash your ass and watch Martin. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Like, again, this guy was shot. This is uh, pretty fucking serious. Um, so he takes a bullet out, and then he basically, uh, Shrimp comes in. He's like, look, man, I need to talk to you. Um, he goes, I need somebody to run, to drive Oxy from Watts up to Portland. He just Yo, got out of jail. I was so fucking mad. 
He was like, yo, I need to drive a I need to drive this oxycontin up to Portland. I'd be like, nigga, I just got out seventy five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Give me a day. Yo, it's been ten minutes. <laughs> can I, like can movie I, time, yeah. It's been like ten minutes. I need you to do this for me. Like, nigga. No. <laughs> I just went to jail. I was just there. <laughs> that shit tripped me out. And he kept fucking asking. I'm like, leave me alone. Yo, Come please. on, man. Please. Can I, I just right. can I live? Um so so Bambi also lets Dayton know, like, look, man, I'm trying to Trying to get us out of here. I'm, you know, I'm trying to, you know, do better for us. You know, I, I want to take a an aside real quick. So, this is one of the things, and there's another scene later on in the movie that I thought was really good um, <coughs> that I also clipped out. This whole idea of like glorifying this kind of lifestyle, I always find to be funny, like funny as in like interesting. Nobody wants to be in this shit. Like, why do you, like, you know what? It's like, he literally is every movie that we've ever done like this. Everyone is fighting to get out of it, not to stay in it. Yeah. I, like, I never understand, like, yeah, that's, you know, like, yeah, it's real life for a lot of people. And that's fucking horrible. But, like, I never understood, like, yeah, you, you know, you're, you know, we get these messages. Like, you guys aren't from here. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Like, they're scared about being shot just walking down the street. I don't know why that's a, a fucking badge of honor. It's not. It's fucking terrifying. Nobody should have to fucking live like that. Um, well, Jay, you're not a real nigger. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, I'm not. <laughs> With an ER on you, I really am not. Yeah, I just, I, I've never understood that. Like, Neither am I. Like, I just, I, like, and there's a scene, literally, a character's just like, I, I kind of hate it here, guys. Like, <laughs> get out while you can. Like, this is fucking horrible. Nobody wants to live like that. Um, yeah, I just never understood glorifying it. I mean, and that's not like, I'm not talking about like music and stuff that talks about those things. I mean, people who act like this is like somehow in a way, like a superior way of like being like, I just never understood that. Nobody wants to be in that situation and people fight their damnedest to get out of it, which is the whole point of this fucking movie. Um, so Bambi goes to see his, uh, friend, or at least who I thought was his friend. Turns out this is actually his brother, his brother Wayne, who, um, is, uh, they have the same mother, but not the same father. Um, and... Yo, don't he look like Ramsey's? I don't know who that is. Oh, you don't remember Ramsey's from, uh, GameStop? I don't think I ever saw him. Oh, okay. Well, he looks like Ramsey. <laughs> He's in Power. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's Dre from Power. Yeah. Because I was like, what the fuck? <clears throat> And my wife was like, "Oh, that's that's the dude from Power." I was like, "Oh, he looks weird without a fucking yeah with, mohawk, with, yeah without his brohawk." <laughs> that's what they call it, right? When black people do it, is that what they is call it? it? I don't know. <laughs> the, they do now. <laughs> yes, Micah just invented a new hairstyle for black. I have no idea. <laughs> it is not called a brohawk. That is not acceptable. Um, so he. Okay, so he goes to Wayne's house with Dayton, and there's a really interesting moment, right, uh, which a lot of people don't know about. He's like, look, man, can I stay, can I stay with you guys, you know, me, me and Dayton, because he doesn't want to stay at his Uncle Shrimp's house, because clearly his Uncle Shrimp is not a good guy. <laughs> um, and Wayne is like, look, you, you know, you could stay here if it was up to me, but I got to check with my dad um, and see, like, see if it's okay, or my grandfather. And so the grandfather's like, 
no, you can't stay here because you're an ex-con. And ex-cons can't stay in public housing. And this is, this is, this is a true thing. Um, because... No. Um, because if they are... Like, there's basically a rule, like, if you, if you stay, if you're an ex-con and you stay in public housing, if, they, if the government finds out, everybody gets tossed, right? Because they don't want to have ex-cons coming in and, like, back into gang life or, you know, dealing drugs out of the house. You know, it, of course, it's the presumption that just because you're an ex-con, yeah. you're always, a, you know, a bad person. So it's kind of an interesting sort of, th- it's, a, a, it's an interesting cyclical thing, like, <laughs> How are you supposed to get out of your situation if you can't even get on your feet? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, any Anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. To get out of the situation. And they and there's another moment in the movie about that. Like, yeah. where the fuck is he supposed to live? Okay, he lives with his uncle who is the same elements that got him put in jail. All right, well, can I move into public housing on my own? No, because you might be a bad guy. But how do I... Like it's a cycle that is impossible to break, unless it's you have, yeah, unless you have a, someone who's willing to liter- literally like give you a handout and say you can come live with us for free, and hopefully you you can get a job. Which again, as we've discussed in previous episodes, is really hard to get a job if you're an ex-con. So yeah, I, the that's system. Why they, that's why they usually go straight back to fucking jail. As hard as they might try, shit ain't easy. Right, I mean... They don't give them a lot of options. No, they really don't. And, and like, recidivism is so incredibly high for a number of reasons, right? You know, you know, we've talked about that, but one of them is the system is literally broken to the point where it does not give you any chance to, to fix it. Like, you can't. So, I just, I, I found that to be kind of an interesting thing. So, so you literally, and they're like, okay, your time is up. Here's your belongings that you came in with 10 years ago. Is twenty bucks deuces. Yeah, that's it. That's all they give you. <laughs> Nothing else. Yeah, gee, and you gotta have. You gotta be like, okay, well, hopefully I have some relatives. Because if you don't, you're fucked. Yeah, you're. You're, you're gonna end up yeah. right back there. <laughs> you're back in the street. You're either you're you're homeless at that point, or you are you know robbing people to to survive. So yeah. then you're gonna end up back in jail, most likely. You know. So yeah, it's. I mean, he makes. Uh, Bambi makes a comment later on, which I thought was really interesting. Like, how am I supposed to get rehabilitated when they don't even habilitate you? <laughs> which, it's like, I don't think habilitate is a word, but but I get your point. Yes, you're a great writer. Um, Stellar vocabulary. Um, but yeah, I thought that was I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, 
so then we um we we see a whole scene about um you know he basically has to leave there and then uh Bambi goes to you know some sort of like work services or social services and and the guy the like the parole officer kind of guys like look you need to get a job and you need to get your shit together or you're going right back in jail it's like damn dog like as a black man you ain't even trying to like I just thought that was kind of weird. Like, he was so adversarial to him, like, from the jump. Maybe. I mean, I, I get it. The guy's probably worn down, too. Well, the guy's probably worn down. Maybe he's seen so many of these dudes that it's it's like, look, I have to be stern with this guy. Like, oh, yeah, I, I get have it. to treat this guy like, like all these other knuckleheads out here who, you know, go out and come back and go out and come back. You know, because that's, you know, I can't sugarcoat it with everybody. And I don't have time to to get to know the ins and outs of each individual person as they mm-hmm. you know try to rehabilitate themselves. So it wasn't um, it wasn't uh, shocking to me. Quite frankly, it would be shocking if it was. Hey, everybody! Like, <laughs> all right, let me uh, let me set you up with a counselor, and like, if they were doing the things that should be done, like that would be shocking. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, is that a Griffin in the air? Is this a fantasy movie? Is this Star Wars? <laughs> is this the new Star Wars? <laughs> Treat black black ex cons like fucking human beings? What a crazy <laughs> idea! Um, I, I I do think it's by the way just. Hilarious! I I know that he cuts his own hair, but like his haircut is fucking fresh as shit throughout this entire movie. Like with all the shit that's going on, he's like, "Look, still, keep uh, up, yeah, like mm, I'm still a black man. I don't give a fuck what's going on. Get this shit fresh. Um, even the back of my head. Like who's doing that? Like he, like I got it. Just get two mirrors. Fucking lie, lie. Let me take care of this real quick. Hey, look, that's shave how I do it. Except back. I just shave my entire head, and it's he really be a barber. Easy. Well, he was cutting his son's hair. Yeah, he was cutting his son's hair. I'd be like, look. Yeah, but. I don't have the money right now, but let me get a chair. Yeah, but I'm you need a license. Good. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you don't need a license. It depends on the barbershop. Yeah. Right, <laughs> Probably come in there and throw your ass out, though. <clears throat> yeah, that could have been a job he could have had. That's true. Um, So from there, you see um, Bambi and Dayton go to visit. Um, uh, Dayton's mother, uh, what is uh, what's her name? Uh, Kiki Palmer, uh, who plays the character uh, Samara, and uh, she's also in prison. So that's a really positive outlook for children. Um, they don't they don't go into why she's there or how long she's there, but clearly she ain't getting out anytime soon. Um, but she's apparently there at least as a nonviolent offender. Because uh, Bambi makes some comment about how the government's getting ready to let out a bunch of nonviolent offenders, so right. so maybe it was just drugs or you know, I don't know. And um, she actually is kind of interesting because she's like, "Don't fucking slide back into this <laughs> shit. Like, you got our son. Don't fuck up." Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm behind this glass. Just saying, don't be like me. Really, I saw that as um, like even. Even now, through these extenuating circumstances that I'm in, I'm still looking out for you, and I'm still trying to make sure that you do. Oh yeah, no, I absolutely. I'm just teasing, but yeah, no. I, I mean, a kid's both of your parents are in jail. I mean, and you're not old enough to fend for yourself. Your mom, your grandmother's a, a fucking dr- drug addict, pass out on the floor. 
your uncle is a fucking criminal of you know many many resources <laughs> you know it's like running drugs clearly has a bunch of guns and everything else so like and that kid's like eight which i it's crazy if that if that if I that he was like six okay i'll take that that's probably <laughs> like he looks like he's old enough to maybe be in first grade like because me and my wife are having a conversation it's like why isn't he in school and i'm like well I got to imagine that, you know, <laughs> that might not be in his control. Given the circumstances he's in right now. Right. That he's currently I don't think living. Uncle Shrimp is right. ready. <laughs> he's, not, he's not taking him to go <laughs> register for fucking elementary school. Right. Right. Going to PTA meetings and shit. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Nigga, I'll kill all of y'all in here. I said chocolate milk should be on the menu, goddammit. Like, Uncle Shrimp, take it easy, man. Take it easy. You're very hyped up. Um, so yeah, so she has she she urges him not to backslide, and um, he's like, "Look, it's really fucking hard. I'm trying." And look, he is like he's legit trying not to trying not to do this. By the way, we didn't mention when Uncle Shrimp asked him to um, to be a driver and to drive Oxy up to Portland. He's going to pay him four thousand dollars. Okay, guys, just want to interrupt just for a quick second. Make sure you sign up for premium content. You can go to blackonblackcinema.com slash premium. If you go there, you can sign up for $5 a month or $50 for the full year. You can sign up just like uh, Al Abbas, Demita, and James all signed up this week. Um, just if you sign up, you get not only our, our free shows in the TMP Studios Network, but you also get uh, full episodes of Look Forward, our political podcast as well as No Time to Bleed, which is our action movie podcast, our James Bond podcast, uh, The Men with the Golden Tongues, and also Airing of Grievances, which is a show Mike and I co-host uh, where we talk about Seinfeld and uh, related to crazy stories in our lives. So again, blackonblackcinema.com slash premium. Sign up, $5 a month or $50 for the full year. And back to the show. Which is a really big dilemma. Like, you don't have any money. Yeah. Or you could risk it all. For what's behind door number jail, <laughs> <laughs> and, and get four thousand yeah. dollars, right? How you take you taking that risk? No, no, yo. nigga, I just got out. <laughs> Give me two months. I just got out. <laughs> Give me two months. <laughs> I'm damn sure not trying to go back. Fuck no. I don't think I. Yeah, I don't. Well, I know I wouldn't take the Literally risk. Literally just got out. It's like I need you to run this these drugs. You don't have a license. He, he was like, it, yeah, he doesn't even have a license. <laughs> he was like, it's low risk for you. You're at home, Uncle Shrimp. Like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. I'm driving without a license across state lines, which is With a, a bunch of fucking drugs, which is a federal charge. That is a that is a federal um, uh, rated felony. Taking drugs across state lines. That's that's game over. That's 15 years easily. I'm sure. So. I just, that's crazy to me. Like, nah. That shit made me so fucking mad. Your uncle does not love you, dude. (laughs) Right. You were expendable. Fuck out of my face. You know, man. Someone I can trust. Like, nigga, call that fat dude that's standing right there. Does he have a license? How about you call somebody with a license? At least. Well, you do it, nigga. You do it. (laughs) It's so low risk that you should do it. Right. What the fuck? Hey, it's low risk. Let me take my my nephew who just got out of prison, doesn't have a license, and and give him. Now, come on, man. <laughs> this is offensive to me. That's that's some selfish ass shit, man. That's really selfish. I mean, but who's gonna you know who's gonna stay at home and 
divvy up all the other oxy. <laughs> I mean, this guy's got work to do, man. Get out of here. Take your hot fluting ass up to up to Portland. Sell this oxy to these white folks. Get that money. Um. So, so Bambi comes home, and that's not like, and that's not like it's a, you know, they're in L.A. That's a fucking Southern ho- California. Yo. Yo, drive up to Washington State. That's like fucking eight hours. I mean, if probably maybe more, more than that. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because even later on, when his friend, when his brother Wayne is thinking about doing, it, he's like, he, "This other guy will tell you which hotels, hotels to stay at. There are multiple hotels <laughs> he needs to stay at before he gets there." Hey guys, I need you to go from Southern Georgia to <laughs> New England. Sell these, sell these drugs. <laughs> Nigga, you better put that shit in the mail. Nah, no. Why don't you stay local? How about that? <laughs> sell, sell to your neighborhood. Uh, isn't that how drugs work? Keep it local, man. Stop trying to expand. <laughs> trying to, you know, trying to upgrade your station. Uh, four, he had to give me more than four grand for that shit. That's like, what I'm, I'm saying. I'm I need like I'm literally 10. risking my freedom again. <laughs> yeah. For no license. Four thousand dollars? Do I have to pay for gas out of that? <laughs> I gotta pay for hotels out of that four thousand. Stay at a red roof in. Like, come on, man. Nah, fuck out of my face. That shit's ridiculous. Um, so okay, so Bambi comes home from uh, visiting his um his son's mother in jail, and so. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When he's coming home, there's like these cops that, that pull him over. And they pull him and Wayne over. And they're like, yeah, you know... Wayne's in a Wayne's in a suit because he's getting ready to go to Ho- he's trying to go to Howard um, for school and he's like trying to save money and he's working and stuff and the cop is like oh that's cool college boy I'm glad you're doing that um, you need to then why the fuck are you hanging out with uh, why the fuck are you hanging out with this guy it's like <coughs> it's a level of disrespect I don't appreciate <laughs> like, trying to do the right thing <laughs> this cop's a fucking asshole by the way yeah he is yeah he's a dick. He, Both of them. he very much is. Um, I'm surprised he wasn't played by uh, that one dude. Michael Beach? <laughs> no, no the, uh, the one Hispanic dude who's always an asshole in every movie that's in L.A. He always plays a guy named Hector. Oh, that guy. <laughs> no, that's because that guy never plays a cop. He always plays a, he's always a, a, oh, he's a always, criminal. Oh, I know he's always about. a vato. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's played he- the the character Hector in like nine movies. <laughs> it's the Hector universe. We're all connected. Um, so yeah, this this cop uh, who is played by his name is Detective Gill, played by. Um, oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. Detective Gill is the other per- this is the black <coughs> woman. Uh, Detective Hernandez is played by um, Maximiliano Maximiliano Hernandez. Hernandez, known Spanish <laughs> gentleman. Oh, that's right. He was on Agents of Shield. I forgot about that. Um, As what? Hector. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, Hector. Yeah. Hector Hernandez. <laughs> it's, it's rude. Oh, he's uh, 
That's right. He plays uh, Jasper Sitwell. He's uh, he was that's a, Jasper. Yeah, Agent oh, Jasper. Oh shit, Jasper Sitwell. Yeah. The guy who was like, uh, I got a boat the, to catch. Who was naming all them names and was like, uh, yeah, he was a hydra agent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you bastard. Yeah, that's him. Oh, that's, he was in Sicario. That was a good movie, man. Yeah, they're making another one. That was a real good movie. Anyway, um, so. So after he gets finished being harassed by police, he comes home, Bambi comes home, and he has this interaction with his uncle, um, which I thought was pretty stellar. So here you go. So when you want to go to Portland? I need somebody I can trust. Can't do it. You know what? I know writing, you know, make you feel cultured and all, man. But I mean, what good is it if you don't you know, you don't help out your family. You know what I'm saying? I'm more than happy to clean up around here. here. I'm trying to find a job so we can pitch in on the rent. It's not that. <coughs> I need some real help around here. Nah, nigga, get your ass back over here. You a grown ass man. You wanna live here? You gonna follow some fucking rules. It's too rich for my blood. Man. I don't give a fucking shit, nephew. It's either go to Portland or fuck off. I'm not running no nonprofit here. Come on, man. You know we don't have nowhere else to stay. I'm telling you, when I wake up in the morning, if you ain't ready to contribute, I don't want to see you. I don't want to see that fucking kid. And I don't want to see that piece of shit-ass car you got parked on the side of my house. Niggas got to earn around here. Now you write that shit down. Everybody got AIDS and shit. <laughs> Look, I, I will say this. That's kind of a great way to end that fucking moment, too. Now write that shit down. Like, get the fuck out of my face. Mm. Like, all right, Uncle Boogaloo Shrimp. All right, man. <laughs> so mad. To treat me like shit. Me and my goddamn son. Um, I do appreciate that you pointed out how shitty his car was, too. Like, And fuck your car, too. Like, damn. Nigga, I just got out. Come can you, on, can man. you help me help out? Give me some slack. Now, I did think this was kind of interesting. The very next scene is John Boyega and uh, this guy from the neighborhood pushing his car out of the yard and pushing it into a parking lot um, of some public housing. Um, what, what's funny is I'm like, why the fuck is he pushing it? And then you learn that he doesn't have a license. Like, I can't start this <laughs> car. Like, he is actually a really good guy. Like, not trying like, to fuck I this up. Really not trying to go back to fucking jail. <laughs> Like, for any reason whatsoever. And you even see um, uh, fucking Agent Sitwell and his, um, his crony uh, watching, um, watching uh, uh, Bambi push the car, like, wondering what he's up to. Like, this guy must be up to something nefarious. Like, nah, dog, he's living in his car trying to take care of his son. By the way, Detective Gill is played by Sufi, Sufi Bradshaw. Uh, I don't recognize her. Or I do watch, recognize her. I can't remember what she You watch Veep? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She okay. is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. I recognize her face, but I, I couldn't I couldn't place it. Yeah. Um so um yeah, so Bambi's like basically sets up the car so it's actually a nice livable space uh for his son. And no, I don't know about nice. <laughs> it's a livable space. <laughs> in quotes, <laughs> fine. Is it better than living in a cardboard box? Arguably. I mean, arguably. I mean, if you yeah. want to get technical, then yes. All right, technically. Look, look, I'm only looking to be technically right, which is the best <laughs> type of right. Okay, that's all. Um, so so uh, Bambi takes us, he goes to like the social services kind of place, and they're like, oh, yeah, we can uh, help you get a job. You just got to have a license. He's like, but I need a job so that I can like, you know, drive and shit and they're like just go get your license it's no big deal um like okay that's bullshit by the way like you shouldn't need a license you should need identification yes but not necessarily a license is that the rule in california no that's not the fucking rule no no i i think that she's saying you need a license like to go get jobs like i think the jobs might require you to have to you know go somewhere like you have to drive oh, if, if their if, job at unemployment is to find you something right and right. however you get there that's going to be up to you if you can't make it then you don't fucking accept that job right you don't right. need a license to move boxes in a warehouse you can take public transit to get to the box moving place yeah no i agree with that so i think i thought at least from my perspective i thought she was implying like in order to get one of these jobs that's a ways away or something you're going to need. Yeah, he car. just needs identification. If he's going to get just a job, he just, at least identification. That, right, which you can get. Like, it looks right. like a license, but yeah. it, it just says ID. That, that was one of the very few things that kind of irked me about uh, the script, is that that didn't make sense to me. But mm. it's a minor thing, and it's, right. it's, it's there just to be, just to put a stumbling block in, in the... Uh, in the you know in his progress yeah it's just like it's just a, a like you said a stumbling block. it's like a ticky tack problem like come on man like why are you just purposely putting this shit in my way so i can fuck up right yeah i just want to clap at the end that's all i want to do <laughs> um <so laughs> look like if a black man can't walk down the street clapping for no fucking reason then i don't want to live that's look that's how you'll know when we make it there will be video of me just walking and clapping in a crowded street on Wall Street somewhere. Like, what's wrong with that guy? I have no idea. I think he made it. We made it. Um, so, so from there, um, apparently, the cops can't find can't find Gideon, but Bambi knows exactly where Gideon is, and he's like, tells his son, like, all right, let's go to Gideon's place. Knows where he is immediately. And they go to see Gideon. And this is the scene I sort of alluded to last time, which is like this notion of glorifying this sort of lifestyle makes has never made sense to me. How do they expect me to get rehabilitated when they won't habilitate me in the first place? Man, you need to be writing. That's what you need to be doing. Use that to get day up out of here. All I need is eight bucks an hour, some food, a place to stay. Then I can't think about getting a computer and all that. Got you. When you write a like this, you make sure you keep the 100. 
Because fuck all this. Running, hiding. I'm tired of you. Hey, go find yourself five rocks. You all right? And Brandy Heights niggas is after you. Nigga, everybody out there chilling, right? And out of nowhere, this nigga pull out of heat, get the bus. I'm heated, what the fuck you think I'ma do? I buzz back. Get a kid, cuz. A fucking tear you old kid. Yeah, that dude's not acting. Like he killed a kid, guys. <laughs> like, like that was one of my favorite scenes. Oh, like, it was it, fucking tremendous. I'm yeah. like, goddamn. He's like, I don't like this shit, though. But that, I, I mean, gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but like, and that's the thing is like, I do not understand being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I understand being proud of where you're from. I'm not saying that, but like, people in the situation don't want to fucking be in that situation. They're fighting desperately to get out of it. Like, that's the whole point of these type of movies. It's not to be like, isn't it great how awesome it is to like mistakenly murder a 10 year old kid and then have to live in a fucking car and your uncle is a drug dealer and like you're asked to run drugs eight seconds after you get out of prison. Isn't that awesome? No, it's not awesome. It's fucking terrible. With the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And because of circumstances, people are shoved into those positions and it's, it's fucking brutal. All right. So who do you blame for that? Because white people I blame for that. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, uh, Terrence is like, uh, it is. It, I mean, like I, I blame, I blame, um, I blame like media and, and like movies and music video because like, Everybody say, oh, like, that's so cool, man. Like, oh, isn't that cool? Like, you ain't never been shot before. Yeah, no, nigga. Like, and, and a little later on, like, uh, Glenn Plummer's character describes what it feels like to be shot. Like, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, no. like, nah, man. Like, we need more, we need more media like this that, that doesn't, you know, glorify this shit. To the point where people say they, oh yeah, yeah, I want to do that shit. Yeah, man, that seems so hard, yo. That seems hard, yo. Like, like everybody yeah. loves Scarface because that nigga uh, came from nothing. 
That guy died at the end, man. <laughs> like he died did you, did in you, spectacular fashion. Like, too. did you skip over the ending? <laughs> did you just see the part where he did the, the the mountain of coke and then you just turned it off? You're like, ah, this seems fine. Like, I just, I, I you're right. Like, I don't understand it, but uh, it, I mean, look, I, I think there is, I think there is a notion of like the media. I think the media is incredibly responsible in helping to glorify it. But I also think, you know. I think we we are we are partially responsible for that, right? Like we're not responsible from a global standpoint of like how we got into this situation, right? Of being like completely marginalized and shoved into the smallest area and taking all the resources from us and going, "Good luck, niggas, fight your way out." <laughs> like, no, that's not that's not our fault at all. I, right. I take no I, I I take no onus for any of that. What I do take onus for is. Like, media doesn't show, you're right, they don't show this side of it, right? And so it ends up reinforcing this notion of, like, we always have to be tougher, we always have to have a tougher exterior because of these situations, right? But then we start to play back into it. So I guess, ultimately, it is it is more of the media the media's portrayal of it. Like, Boys in the Hood, I think, is a much better portrayal of that sort of world, where you're literally watching people fighting to try to get the fuck out of it, right. versus Menace to Society that feels way more, although there is one character who's trying to get out, it seems way more glorifying that lifestyle than than not. And and most like most movies wouldn't be so bold as to completely like glorify it and not have show some sort of repercussion. Right. And, I, and that's not to but, say Menace to Society doesn't do that. They do. I mean like Right, right. It, it but it's usually like at the end and it's just kind of not glossed over, but it's not it's not really hammered home, man. Yeah. Like it is in this movie. Like this shit is hammered home in this movie. Like nobody wants this shit. Even this guy who is on the run is like, I'm, I'm tired, dog. Like, <laughs> like not even just physically, like mentally he's fucked up. And he feels hard. I mean, look, look at this fucking dude's face up on the screen. He looks fucking heartbroken, dude. Like, cause like he killed he shot a kid. A 10 year old kid. But that shit is all too common, right? Like, so yeah, like, I, uh, that to me is, that was one of, like Terrence said, that's one of the better scenes in the movie because it is something you don't see very often of just being like, dude, this is not good. We should not be in this situation. I mean, I, I clipped it out. I, I, I ended the clip early, but he even literally is like, man, look at your son over there. Like, who is, you know, roughly around the age of this, same as this kid that he killed. Like, look at your son over there, man. Like, this handsome little kid, dude, he's like, it could have been that kid. Right. Right, and which yeah, it's a, a fucking heartbreaking moment. But I think a lot of times we skip over that notion that like just because these guys are in this situation, men and women, obviously uh, his baby's uh, or his son's mother, it's also in this situation. Like they don't want to be, but they're forced. Their hands are forced just because of the way society is set up. It's like people who like the Mac. Like they they. <laughs> Uh, y'all, y'all niggas don't know what the fuck. By the way, like. they'll never hear this because this is more than two seconds into the episode, so they'll never hear. <laughs> like they, like they, all they see, all those comments that we get about that fuck ass movie <laughs> is that Trash. we don't know what it's like, and this, like they, they, they like that shit. Like, nah, man. Like it's not, it's not a situation that you want to be in. Why would you want to be in a situation where you have to sell your money, where you have to sell your body for cash, where or, you have to uh, t- force people to sell their body for right. cash? Right. Or yeah, you, you like one of the comments I thought was so funny. It's like 
you guys are so lame. You guys don't get it. Blah blah blah. All this shit. And it's like, and it and it's sort of this notion of like glorifying that lifestyle. You're talking about glorifying a lifestyle where it is so bad for black people that black men are willing to use black women's bodies as a way to make money and to subjugate them to live a lavish lifestyle that white people have told you is better. You want right. to know, know what that is? That's slavery. Thank you, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, on, you're yo. right. I'm not a real nigga. I guess not, motherfucker. I'm yeah. fine with that. I mean, what the fuck? Like, like it, it, I, 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 I don't understand it. I don't like. I can't watch. I can't look at those comments. I can't. Don't worry. I you, can't. I won't. Don't worry about it. No one can now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's very I, Jesus Christ. Man. I just don't understand the notion of glorifying something that not only is an incredible damaging thing to our to our community. Also, I don't understand glorifying something that you know. Like it's not like glorifying. Like fucking like a badass action movie and stuff like that. Like okay, well, none of these things actually happen. John McClane right. is not, not a real fucking person. It's not glorifying like a, a fantasy based in reality. Right. Like this is glorifying a real reality for certain people. Yeah, and they're like, this shit is real. Yeah, it's real fucked up. <laughs> it's not real good. <laughs> like, like people's mindsets on certain topics like this are bizarre to me. Like, and look, that's not to say, and, and again, that's not to say, like, I think, you know, talking about, um, talking about, like, you know, in rap music or something like that, where they talk about, you know, drug, you know, selling drugs and stuff like that. I don't think that's necessary. I, although I do think some rap music glorifies it. I don't think that's necessarily glorifying it as much as it's just being honest about the situation. But I mean, what's, what's the fucking line from Jay-Z? Like, Hove did that so you don't have to go through that? Like, exactly. Because I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to sell drugs. I don't want to have to pimp black women out to, to you know, drink Cavassier or whatever the fuck it is. Like, I just don't, I don't feel the need to do that. And, the, and there's a very, very simple, like, argument against people who have that mentality, right? Especially that pimping mentality, right? You guys are dumb. Would you, like... <laughs> Would you do it if it was your mom? Right. Would you pimp out your mom? Yo, if there was, if that's the streets calling, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> on, I mean, I mean come you got to do yo. what you got to do, son. Uh, like, uh, no, fuck you, yo. Like, like that's unacceptable. <laughs> like, stop. And the thing is, and okay, outside of all of the, like, this is, you know, these are incredibly damaging things that happen in our community and all this other stuff. Not only that, you're also playing into a massive stereotype of all the things. Like, yeah, you know, what was it? Women don't ask after you. Yes, women don't ask after us. One, I'm married. But women don't ask after us because I don't glorify a movie about treating women like garbage. Do you know yeah. that women don't actually think being treated like prostitutes is cool, right? <laughs> like, what kind of women are you around? You know what? You know the funny thing is, we didn't get any. We didn't get any women commenting on that episode saying, "Y'all whack for that shit." No, because they're like, "He's a pimp, you idiot." <laughs> yeah, you ever think about that? <laughs> niggas, are, niggas are dumb. I yes, swear to God, man. I say it all I, the time. We a bunch of lames when women ain't looking for us. Like that's fine. All right. All right. Go, I'm gonna go home and fuck my wife tonight. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you got me, nigga, on YouTube. Oh 
Oh shit! Oh man, that that was that was that was I needed that therapeutic. Yeah, that was very therapeutic. Because, goddamn, I'm very glad that the people that listen to the show aren't fucking dumb. Yes. Yeah. Well, because we're not dumb, so we don't talk about dumb shit. (sighs) Anyway, except for you, Cam. I don't even know if he listens to the show. I'm not even sure. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> He's gonna be like, "What the fuck? I didn't fucking do anything." <laughs> didn't you? Didn't you? Uh, yeah, you did. Um, you did something. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but you did it. That was that was preemptive. Yeah. <laughs> you think about what you did. Um. So then, uh, Bambi goes to the DMV, and he's like. He goes up to the guy. He's like talking to him about getting his license. He was like, "Yeah, I'd give you a license, but you owe fifteen thousand dollars in back child payments. Um, and so until you pay those, you know, I can't give you a license." He's like, "But I can't get a job without a license to pay the fifteen thousand dollars." But he's like, "Yeah, I see your problem. <laughs> you need fifteen thousand dollars." I'm like, "Dude, that would have been the moment I was like, Jay Jackson was arrested for choking a white man in a DMV." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but that's the whole, you know, they play up the whole cycle of just, like, how fucked the system really is. I was like, is this who's on first? What the <laughs> fuck is go- What are you talking about? Like, God damn it. How the hell? My wife didn't file child support. She's in jail. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, like, well, no, the state did it the for state her. Like, did it for her. Like, what the fuck kind of bullshit is that? Like, don't worry, we're gonna get this black man's money. I don't. What do you say? How do I owe fifteen thousand dollars? I got eighty five dollars. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> and so he gives him. I mean, to this to this mediocre white man's credit, he gives him. Uh, he's like, uh, here's a couple pamphlets, and maybe they'll get it. Uh, maybe they'll take your your payments and annul them, um, and then you can like move on. Like, look. He was like, I need you to put it on the computer right now. <laughs> Help me right now. He's like, he's like I don't have like Wi-Fi. I don't know what the fuck. Look, nigga, I, <laughs> I just got out of prison 25 minutes ago. <laughs> he's like, look, nigga, Come they didn't on, even man. have the internet when I went in, and now you're talking about <laughs> Wi-Fi. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know what the fuck Wi-Fi is. God damn it. Yeah, I, I'm like, come on, man. 15 grand? Like, got to pay 15,000? Like, do I look... Like I can pay fifteen thousand dollars. I'm right trying now. to get a license, <laughs> right? <laughs> Isn't that like thirty dollars? <laughs> and look, that's gonna cut into like forty percent of the money I got total. Uh, like, come on, man, that ain't right. So, so then he, um, so Bambi's like, all right, I'm out, and he goes, he he's like going home with Dayton, and it's getting late, and he ends up. Seeing uh, this Camaro that uh, has obnoxiously large rims on it, um, uh, coming down the street, and he actually sees uh, Gideon, and Gideon's like, "Yo, man, I got you a laptop. I'm trying to help you out." Because Gideon, as fucked up as the situation is, is he's trying to do right, like he really is. And and so the guys, these guys, jump out of this car, and they're there to try to kill Gideon, and they chase them down. Now look. Before we get to the, the heart of this scene, which is really uh, fucked up, I'm not, if so, two dudes are trying to chase you, to shoot you, I'm not running behind you with my son. <laughs> we going separate ways, dog. Like, no, you go left, you go to the right, I'm going to go to the left. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, let's run together. Nope. nope. <laughs> I ain't shoot no kid, and I ain't get my kid shot. <laughs> so, fuck that. So... 
these guys catch up with um, with Gideon and they murder him. And they shoot him like four or five times in the chest, which is really fucked. Um, now, of course, Bambi and Dayton are fucking right there. Yeah, yeah. Like he, um, like um, Bambi covers Dayton's head with his shirt uh, so that he can't hear the gunshots. <laughs> Um, I but guess just not to see it. I once did that to someone, by the way. It was in a fight. I grabbed the guy's shirt, pulled it over his, uh, over his head and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> it was back when I was in middle school. Was Yakety Sax playing? My <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I never understood that, by the way. Like, you're going to pick a fight. Like, make sure your pants are pulled up and with a belt. Like, make sure your shirt's tucked in. Make sure you don't have a tie on. Yeah. Because guess what I'm going for? Yeah. I'm going to pull your fucking pants down. I'm going to uh, lift <laughs> your you shirt over your head. And I'm going to proceed to kick you in the fucking balls. Mm-hmm. And you won't see it coming. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you know, you kind of do that fucking like wrestling shit where then somebody tries to go for your waist. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I grabbed his shirt. I put it over his head. And I, I fucking uppercutted him. And he couldn't see. And that was the fucking end of story. Say to MMA, ain't no rules. I never understood why people immediately like lunge for you, because as soon as you move out the way, like that's it. Like, and if you and if they, they or, grab you by the waist, I'm gonna elbow you right in your spine. And guess what? That shit doesn't feel good. <laughs> yeah. Guess 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 what? You just left open for me. Your kidneys. Yeah. And I'm gonna fucking jab you in your fucking kidneys. I did, I never understood it, man. I never understood it. Niggas don't know how to fight, yo. No, they don't. This that's why they have fucking, guns. Right. This ain't some fucking ground and pound bullshit, yo. Like, nah, man. No. Again, there are no rules right. if I'm in a street fight. Right. Oh, hold on. Third round coming up. No, dude. I'm going to try my best to kill you. Oh, why you kick them in the balls, yo? Because uh, they were exposed, <laughs> motherfucker. Right. And I know that shit hurts. <laughs> right. You don't, uh, you don't have to fight for an hour if you kick them in the balls. Think about it. <laughs> That fucking British dude, like, think about it. Oh, dude. I don't think I've ever kicked anybody in the balls. Oh, I have. I have. You goddamn. That shit is effective. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've never. No. I've... No. No, I haven't. <laughs> Try it next time. Oh, I don't think there needs to be a next time. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> like. I've broken a well, whatever. I've already gone over that. I I can he always hear it again. He didn't. He didn't see that coming. He kicks somebody in the leg properly. Yeah, and it breaks like the other way. Yeah, when your leg goes <laughs> the other way. Yeah, that's you kick of, someone directly in the knee. That's that, that's a solid game over scenario. Yeah, you don't have to kick him in the balls, man. That's just disrespectful. Yeah, and if it's gotten to the point where I'm fighting you. All respect is out the door. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Fuck that. Yeah, again, I'm not here to win. I'm not here to win Mr. Congeniality Awards <laughs> at the end. I want you to stop moving so that I can then walk away safely. Um, if I had to go to the bathroom, I would piss on you. Like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> no more respect. No respect. It's very rude. Very rude. Um, I'm the crazy one. Mm. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, that's what crazy people say all the time. Right. Your name might as well be Bambi. <laughs> I mean, I felt, I felt his plight. I, 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 I could relate. <laughs> I felt his plight. I could relate. The unassuming dude, but don't push him. Don't touch me. Yeah. That's well, all I got to say. Yeah, some people learn that later on in this movie. 
Um, so, so Bambi uh, takes Dayton back to takes Dayton back to his car, and he, you know, Dayton goes to sleep. But Bambi is actually clearly very shooken up about yeah. um, uh, Gideon's murder, understandably. Um, but just before that, he took uh, Gideon's gun and hid it. <clears throat> um, yeah, I wouldn't have done that, but like, I ain't touching shit. Oh, they're going to find his gun. That nigga's dead. Well, he technically didn't touch it. No, I'm, I'm just saying, I don't want to be involved. Like, I'm not taking your gun. Again, I'm not a real nigga. Like, <laughs> hold his gun. No. Well, maybe he did it. And look, I'm probably reading way too much into this, but I thought he did it because not necessarily for him to have it, although it does come in handy later on, but when people find that body and they and they see the gun on that dead body, they won't care or they won't do anything about it or right. the media will just be like, well, another nigga got shot. He was a criminal, so we don't have to care. Mm. And That's I, fair. And they'll I, do it anyway. I mean, they'll do it anyway, <laughs> but if he doesn't have a gun on him, like it, I don't know, it looks better. It, well, also, slightly. I, I also thought that maybe he took the gun so that somebody just didn't find it. I mean, kids or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's also a part. I mean, they don't say, but I think all of those possibilities are, um, are uh, uh, reasonable. So, so they go back to, you know, they go to um, Uncle Shrimp's house because obviously Uncle Shrimp uh, found out that um, Gideon has been murdered. And he's like pretty broken up about it. And of course, it's like, oh, this is a really heartfelt scene. With uh, with with Uncle Shrimp, and then Uncle Shrimp is like, "We need to kill these niggas." Like, whoa, 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 <laughs> we? Nah, uh, nah, dude. Like, mm-mm. not uh, not not trying to jump up on that train. And so he's like, "Come on, man. Would you get soft in jail?" Yeah, dog, I did. He's <laughs> like, you know what? I was there, and I don't want to go back. That's my reason. It, it like that scene. The scene kind of reminds me of. Uh, Do you ever see that? It's like a Facebook video. Where it's, it's like young black dude, and he's like, yo, I'm savage as fuck, son. I'm savage. And his cousin's like, come on, man. We, yo, gonna, we gotta go run, run on these. Yeah. <laughs> go, we gotta on run the, on these on niggas. The, on the porch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, come <laughs> on, man. He's like, we gotta go shoot these niggas. He's like, nigga, that's, that's five to ten. What the hell are you talking about? He's like, what'd they do? You don't even know. He's like, nah, son. I got homework. Like, I'm busy. Like, hey, dude. See, that shit is funny. Hey, look. That's accurate. Like, that's not accurate to me because I would never try to pretend in the beginning <laughs> that I would do that. But the second he was like, no, oh, come on, son, we're going to do this. Like, what? you know if you get caught, that's 25 years. <laughs> you know that. No, nah, ain't nobody going to be bending me over in jail. He was like, won't they? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, nah, dude. <laughs> well, that shit won't be funny then. Um, Again, I think this is how a lot of um, young people get caught up in this shit. Like, come on, let's go ride on these fools. No. I'm riding on nobody. I'm a giant pussy. You right. Um, so then um, Bambi goes to um, goes to like a, a a book agency or a publishing agency and drops off a couple pages of his book to this to this white woman. What is it, what was her name? It was like Janine. Janine. He was like. You got you got a sister's name. You 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 got you half black, and she was like, <laughs> "No, black man, I'm not. Get out of here. <laughs> I have a job." This nigga been in jail for a long time. If he thought Janine was half black, I'm like, 
And Janine is actually kind of a white name. I knew one black girl named Janine. Yeah? Yep. In um, middle school. But um, she was black as shit. But nah. She ain't. Nah. Ain't nothing about this girl. Ain't nothing about this girl. Uh, half black. Half quarter, an eighth, a, a one sixty fourth black. I don't even think she uses a black pen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, she's pretty white. So, so she's like, yeah, you can just leave your papers with me. It's cool. Um, I'll make sure everything happens. It's fine. So Bambi had left uh, Dayton with his brother Wayne when he went down to the to um, talk to them about his book. He gets back, and this woman from social services is like, uh, I found your son outside playing, and he cut his arm really bad, and he wasn't being watched. So here's a warning from social services. Like, you fucked up, son. And he gets really pissed off at Wayne because he's like, what the fuck, dude? You're supposed to be watching my son. And he had, like, gone inside for a, for a quick minute. Um, what the fuck? Really? If your kid cuts their arm, like, that's enough to bring social services. That seems a little weird, but I thought it was. Um, was it a little more? Was it? Was it just she just happened to be riding by, or was it a little more? Yeah, I don't even know how the fuck she just shows the fuck up. Like I didn't. My guess is they probably just drive around. Probably do. And see, like kids unattended. Yeah, may, I mean maybe. I mean you got to remember this is all public housing and stuff like that. They are looking for reasons to you know have issues with with people who live there. They really are. Um, but they're basically like, look, if the, she, she asked some question, like, do you live, do you live in this public housing? And Bambi says, yeah, he does. Cause he wants to make sure to give the impression that his son lives in a safe environment. And they're like, oh, okay. All right. We can keep our eye on you. Like, you know, make sure, you know, take care of your son and all. And with the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So then Bambi goes back to visiting with uh, Kiki Palmer's character, Shamara. And it's a, it's a little bit of a lighter situation, but she's like, look, don't fucking backslide. And he's like, look, man, it's getting real fucking hard out here for me not to do this shit. Might have to make this oxy run. It's going to take me seven days to go back and forth to fucking Portland. Um, and she's like, don't do that shit. Don't be stupid. You're too smart. And he is, he's way too smart. Um, so he gets back to his uncle shrimp's house and one, his uncle shrimp has the worst wallpaper I've ever seen. Uh, two, uh, his his brother Wayne is there, uh, planning on doing the run up to Portland because Wayne needs money to get into Howard. Yeah, he needs an extra three thousand dollars before he starts school. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, look, this is this is how bad it has gotten. Is that this guy? His only way of making out is going to Howard. Oh fuck you! Yo. <laughs> I only said that for you. <laughs> fuck <was> you, yo! <laughs> Your wife's listening to this, screaming. <laughs> I'm an alumni. No, as far just, as I'm concerned, no, Howard's Howard is the real HU. Fuck a Hampton. 
Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, Howard's a good school. I'm just fucking around. But I just, I only said that for, <laughs> just for a fact. Um, so, so Bambi gets into, he like literally gets into a fight with Wayne. Like, you're not doing this shit. Like, and look, Bambi's not only trying to fix his life, he's trying to help Wayne not ruin his. Because if he gets caught, college is a wrap. Jail, so. And you no longer have a scholar. You're not going to college. Nope. Your life is fucking ruined. So they get into a fight, and um, and he's like, look, he's like, he's coming with me. They go out, I guess they go to get the oxy or something, and they come back, and and shit just goes off the fucking rails. Um, shrimp, is, shrimp basically says, like, look, um, like he, gets in, he gets into kind of an argument with Bambi, and uh, Bambi's mother's like, oh, is there anything we can do, you know, like, to make a better situation for my, my, my son and my grandson here? You know, is it okay? And Shrimp is a dirtbag. He's like, let me see them titties. And <laughs> let me see what my brother's been going on about all these years. Like, really, dog? So, so <laughs> as I said before, I, I wasn't in, like, a mood to watch this, but I knew I had to watch it, so I started watching it. And, like I said, the first... I, I found the first 15, 20 minutes to be kind of slow, so I wasn't paying attention. So when this scene came up, you know, that he's being referred to as Uncle Shrimp, and that's his mother. So I'm like, why the fuck is Shrimp want to see his, his sister's sister? titties? What what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then he was like, let me see what my brother been been talking about. I'm like, oh, thank, thank God. God. <laughs> <laughs> he's only that type of a dirtbag. <laughs> He's not an incestuous mm-hmm. dirtbag. He's just a dirtbag. Yeah, just a just a general dirtbag. Now, you uh, said they got into a fight. And he and his brother got into a fight. It wasn't really a fight. Uh, he he tried he tried to punch him in the face. Yeah, but like no, no, not with not with shrimp, but with No, Wayne. no, be, before. Like But I thought it? he doesn't he fucking like grab him like they have well, like, like after, a wrestling thing. After he just hits him in the mouth for no reason. <laughs> He's yeah. like, "No, you're not doing this." He's like, oh, "Calm down, nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm grown. I can do whatever the fuck I want." And he just punches him in the face. I mean, look, sometimes you got to do that shit. Hey, you just punch him in the face like, you ain't hard, nigga. <laughs> That's basically what it was. It's like, you ain't hard. <laughs> and he's just like, wow. Like, God damn, son. Okay. And then, yeah, then he he went for the... Uh, waist the, grab. The waist grab, which doesn't work. That does but, not uh, work. Yeah. Catch I just out. thought that was funny. He was just like, look, bitch. This, you ain't built for this. Yeah, he literally he, said... Yeah, he was like, you're not built for this. I'm going to punch you in the face to prove it. And You know what? You right. was right. <laughs> like, you right. Yeah, you right, dog. Got me. Um, it's like I'm sure I'm tired of this already. Um, one punch. That's it. So then, like when he uh, when Shrimp asked um, uh, Bambi's mother to show uh, show him the goods, um, she goes to do it because she's on drugs, and uh, Bambi stops her, and then he literally just fucking. Straight cold cocked his fucking <laughs> uncle, damn near knocked his ass out on the couch, which I thought I appreciate it. Uh, and then he pulled uh, he pulled Gideon's gun out on everybody else and took all their guns. Uh, then he just he leaves the house. By the way, there is clapping in this uh, when Uncle Shrimp leaves the house. He does the fucking Will Smith clap. He's so fucking mad. Um, and he disassembled he he disassembled all the guns too, which was smart. Yeah, yeah, very smart. And um, so he's running, and then fucking uh, uh, douche douchebag black cop and douchebag Latino cop come up, 
And uh, they, quote-unquote, arrest him. They don't really arrest him. They throw him in the van. And um, then they take him to what I assume is a rival gang's area that are the ones who killed um, Gideon. Um, And, like, dude, this is where, like, this is why black people don't like cops. Like, you're literally going to open the door and be like, yo, we'll drop you here. And they're like, and, like, you hear the other gang members, they're like, yeah, do it. We'll kill him. I'm like, those guys are criminals. Like, those guys are fucking criminals. Like, those guys are criminals. Like, this is not a guess. They would murder him. They're like, ah, we'll we'll attend to them later. Like, you could just arrest them now. <laughs> like, you cops are shady as fuck, man. And uh, yeah, so they they don't even do the thing like we'll let them see you with us and you know, get you fucked up. They're like, open the door. There he is, Bambi Johnson, who lives at fucking 125 East Lennox Avenue or whatever. Um, so he's like, look, man, can you fucking stop playing? Like, this shit is not <laughs> like, a joke. This ain't funny, dog. So they're like, well, keep your fucking nose clean, motherfucker. Um, he's like, we know you know who killed um, Gideon. He's like, look, I ain't no fucking snitch. So uh, fuck you. I'm not saying anything. And they're like, all right, fine. Beat it. Yo, I couldn't be a cop if I had to do that shit, yo. That's just fucked up, dude. Because you could have gotten him murdered, by the way. Yeah. Because they didn't know who he was along with Gideon. So now they'd be like, oh, yeah, John Boyega. Let's kill that (laughs) nigga from Star Wars. Like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. And then they'd be like, oh, another black guy uh, got killed. Yeah, because of you. (laughs) They don't give a fuck. So... The second they let John Boyega out finally back in his normal neighborhood, he immediately takes off running, trying to find his son and, and his mother because they ran off uh, after he punched uh, Uncle Shrimp out. So they go. T- so um, Bambi ends up going to a crack house um, to see if his mother is there because, you know, that's what she does. And it turns out that's where she is, trying to feed his son like a little baby with a bottle. Again, we said the son is like six. <laughs> yeah, she don't know no better. Did you crack the fuck out to know? She she don't know no better. No. And and uh, w- what the fuck is in that bottle? Is it breast milk? Nah, dog. <laughs> That's like brandy. <laughs> right. Like it, whatever's in that bottle can't be good for that six year old. Cool. If it's crackhead breast milk, if it's <laughs> fucking Crown Royal. Well, that is crackhead breast milk. <laughs> or if it's uh, Kool-Aid <laughs> with, with two cups of sugar. Like, none of that shit is good. No, it, it, it was not Pedialyte, I can assure you. <laughs> it's not helping anybody. It uh, looked like milk, I think. That shit was a white Russian. Get the fuck out of here. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's like, drink this, boy. It's got milk in it. Um, So, so, uh, Dayton and Bambi make it back to the car. Actually, it looks like apple juice now that I look at it. I ain't no damn It's just fucking alcohol. <laughs> yeah, shit is alcohol, dude. Brown liquor. It, look, oh, it, it's, the, well, it's the apple-flavored Crown Royal that people drink. She was like, nigga, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going to be fine. Um, so they make it back to the car, and, of course, uh, Shrimp is there. And this, I think, is one of the one of the best scenes in the movie. So Shrimp is sitting behind uh, John Boyega's character with um, Dayton in the front seat as well. 
I've raised your black ass. How dare you hit me in my face and hold a gun to my fucking head. you to be a soldier because that's the only way you was going to make it out here. Respect. But I got to go my own way. Why are you so motherfucking hard-headed? Yeah, so I, I thought this was really good um, for a number of reasons. But what I appreciated about this scene is he actually realizes that he might have, like, really kind of fucked up this dude's life. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, like he I think he gets like he says, you know, there are reasons why we are the way we are. This is true, which is what we talked about. Um, thank you, white people. Uh, but then this notion of why he doesn't kill him is because he just starts to cycle over again with his son. Yeah. You know, which I thought was, I, th- I think that's a pretty powerful message. You have to be willing to break the cycle at some point and you have to have the forethought. And it's interesting that while, you know, um, while Bambi is seen as the person breaking the cycle in this one, you know, he's not slotting back in his gang life. In that moment, it's actually Shrimp who breaks it. Because he could have just blown his fucking brains out and just been like, deal with it. Like, yeah, your father's dead. Guess what? Your father was a, was a bitch and, <laughs> and he deserved that shit. And then he would have just made him the super hard kid who right. grew up to be a fucking terrible person, most likely. So yeah. um, I appreciate it. That's kind of an interesting character arc for Shrimp. Yeah. So, um, so from there... Um, one of the sadder scenes in the fucking movie is you see, you know, they're like trying to get life together and shit and, and Dayton and Bambi and Wayne are hanging out in front of his car slash home. And, um, they're doing pushups. That little kid. That shit was hard. funny. Like that dude, 
like he was fucking some invisible girl because that shit wasn't <laughs> well, you, a goddamn push. That's what they they, said. Yeah, they were like, he yeah. gonna be a beast when he's eighteen. <laughs> oh, all right, that, <laughs> that shit had me rolling. <laughs> that shit was. He so was like, all right, dog, like, you I done? I feel like that shit was ad lib. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Felt like he was like, the fuck is this nigga doing? <laughs> Did you see John Boyega's face? <laughs> like, that shit, like, oh shit. <laughs> Oh, what? bruv, <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, oh, shit, I got this fucking accent, sorry. <laughs> that shit, look at his fucking face, dude. <laughs> that shit is a legit surprise. That's a legit surprise, that's funny. Uh, like, oh, shit. Um, like, no, that is not how you do a push-up at all. That shit was funny. Um, They're both of them are like, what the fuck is this nigga doing? <laughs> like, oh, you know the canvas is on, right? Um... So when they're doing that, and, they're, and it's like one of the light moments in this movie, um, social services and uh, the shitty cops come up and they're like, you know, you lied to us about living here um, and you put your son in danger. We got to take your kid. And, and like, it's, and it's kind of funny because Hernandez, uh, as much of a dill hole as he is in this fucking movie, like you actually see he... Even he feels kind of bad about it. Yeah, he's like, "Look, man, I'm I'm sorry." He's like, "You're gonna hate this." Like, he's not like they taking your son, nigga. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna drive you to the other part of town and get you shot too. You know, round it out. But um, like he actually legit feels bad for him because he knows. I mean, I think it's obvious. Like he knows that he's trying to do right by his son, but it's just not a safe environment. Like it just isn't. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're living in a car, dog. Like I know you love your son, but that's. That's unacceptable. You can't, yeah, because your kid could get murdered. I mean, there, we didn't talk about it. We we um, we moved past it, but there's a scene where he, they're sleeping in the car, and they're just gunshots that fucking ring out. And, and the kid freaks the fuck out. Yeah, because of course, <laughs> it's, it's the same reaction I have when I have to wake up to that shit. <laughs> in my neighborhood. Um, why is that fireworks? Nah, it's not even close to July. <laughs> it's fucking December 4th. Um, yeah, sometimes it's hard to tell. Um, so they take, they unfortunately take Dayton. And obviously, um, it's one of the, it's one of the rare scenes actually in the movie where, where Bambi really kind of freaks out. Like, he, yeah. like he has a full on like freak out. Yeah. And then he kind of, he has to mellow himself and he's like, look, like this is not, you know, it can't be that way. And even he has this moment. He says, "You know, what do I have to do to get my son back?" And I, I look. I personally thought that woman was kind of fucking cold, like she just was. And in that moment, I wish there was a flight of stairs to push her. <laughs> God uh, damn! No, dude, fuck her, dude. Come on, man. He cared for his son, and she was just like, "Just stay in touch." I'm like, bitch, I don't have email. <laughs> I don't have a phone. Again, where's that Obama phone? I keep being promised. Not <laughs> giving me shit. Um. So, this was a Denzel moment right here. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. I think he. I think he might be. Look, John, don't fuck up. All right, just yeah. Please, keep, please, yeah, please stay. Keep, keep, keep your keep your head on the swivel. <laughs> please don't gang bang white women. Please just sleep with Daisy Ridley. That's fine. It's fine. Just make sure you have consent forms. Or at least look if you're gonna gang bang white women. Like make sure that they are cognizant. Yeah, and they, give, and they look, are if in. You gotta, if you gotta give them a contract to sign, like make sure sign her that contract and her lawyer signs that shit. <laughs> she wanted this, and uh, I gave it's it on to paper. her. Paper. God damn. 
I think he might be. I, I think there's a decent chance he could be the Denzel of this generation. He's got, like you said, Terrence, he's got real presence on screen. Yeah. So there you go. And he's super young. Yeah, I think he's like 25, maybe, something like that. If that. I mean, he's playing a 21-year-old in this. Um, and I don't think he's that far off. Um, so he, yeah, he has his real emotional moments. Um, and actually, it's kind of funny you now watching this. I would have kind of liked to see him play the son in Fences. Like, he probably would have been, he probably would have been really good. That bean hot, nigga. Um, but, uh, so, they, social services takes Dayton away. And so, the end of the film, this is just sort of a, a voiceover, uh, which I'll play in a second. But you find out Wayne has apparently gotten the money. He's getting ready to leave in a week or so to go to, to Howard University. Um, which is good for him. He, he makes it out. Um, I assume it will take just slightly less time to drive to Howard as it would have taken <laughs> to go to Portland to sell drugs. Um, but what's interesting is here's this guy going off to college. Like, that guy has seen some shit versus like, oh, I'm just going to Howard and I you know, grew up in Baltimore County or, you know, just outside of D.C. Everything's fine. Like, this guy's like, Nigga, I watched people get murdered. Like shit got real. <laughs> like now I'm here. Like, thank you. It was weird. <laughs> there are so many black people, and it's so safe and nice, and, and everyone's educated, and it's great. I'm never going back. <laughs> never going back. <laughs> I'm going back. Get it. Um. So, so the voiceover I thought was really good, and this is a part of um, Bambi's writing. So, uh. Uh, Bambi and Wayne go to visit with Dayton at the foster foster care home. And you're just thankful that Angel Boy inherited your fighting spirit to help him navigate his foster forest. And though this loss is devastating, you know that in time, both be baptized as winners. I like that. I like that statement that you're both baptized as winners. And then they're they're He's playing with the son in the pool in the end. Um, one again, the soundtrack, I think stands out. I think it's very good. Um, but that's how it ends. It doesn't end on him getting his son back, becoming a famous writer. Everything is okay. And he's like telling this story, uh, next to his, you know, poolside mansion in, <laughs> in LA you know, with his, you know, newly, uh, you know, newly acquired white girlfriend, you know, right. like it's, it's like, maybe it'll work out for him. Maybe it won't. Like maybe, maybe he gets his son back. Maybe his son ends up growing up in foster care. Maybe he becomes a famous writer. Maybe he doesn't. Like Wayne is the only one who makes it out. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is kind of interesting. It is super interesting. Um, even though they kind of look like the negative of each other. <laughs> Like just in this image at the end, like yeah, one does look like Negaduck. <laughs> like, <laughs> your mama was light skin. Your mama was dark skin. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's kind of an interesting ending, and and it again, it doesn't wrap up in a little bow uh, like Pursuit of Happiness does, and I think that that to me gives it a little bit of a leg up because it feels more realistic. Yeah, yeah. 
Any uh, parting shots before we leave? Uh, I was uh, surprised about this movie and uh, how much I enjoyed it. And um, it's worth watching. It's only an hour and a half. You can knock it out. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah, tight it's, hour it's 30. 125. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very short. Very short and short. sweet. Yep. That's it. Very good. I think this is one of my favorite movies we've done. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed this movie a lot. Yeah, I did too. I, it, was, it was certainly a fucking sleeper hit. When that trailer came out, I was like, okay. <laughs> like, what is this? But yeah, it was really good. Very well done. I wonder why this didn't come out in theaters. Did it? I don't recall seeing this. Yeah, I don't recall seeing it. Um, probably not if Netflix is making yeah. a big deal about them picking it up. Yeah, and that's kind of funny, picking it up three years later. Right. Yeah, like, what's up with that? I mean, people... Like, this deserved to be in the theater. Granted, no one would have watched it. And that's why it wasn't in the theater. But it still deserved mm-hmm. to be there. Because, you know, them theater, them studios don't care about anything but making money. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the budget for this movie was, but it had to have been pretty low. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't feel low rent like some other movies that we've <laughs> thought about doing. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, there's no special effects. There's no, you know, there's no big action set pieces or anything like that. It's, it's pretty, pretty reasonable. Um, but I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. And um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So definitely check out Imperial Dreams. Again, it's on Netflix streaming if you want to watch it. All right, guys. Uh, we will see you guys next week for a preview episode for episode 102. See you. Take it easy. Bye. We out. We out. We out.